Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Hi, everybody. Before we start the episode, we'd just like to remind everyone to please join our Patreon. We have a Patreon now, and we're putting stuff on it. Oh, yeah, baby. People are on there having fun. The Discord is popping off. You are absolutely missing out. If you are feeling FOMO, that's correct, and you should be. <laughs> Get it on the ground floor. <laughs> Patreon.com slash Toss Popcorn. And of course, please rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And Spotify. You cowards. All right, here's the episode. Tossed Popcorn is a production of iHeartRadio. Hi, I'm Sienna Jekyll. <laughs> and I'm Liana Holston. And welcome to Tossed Popcorn, the podcast where two idiots watch every film on the AFI's 100 Greatest American Movies of All Time, the very slightly less racist 10th Anniversary Edition. This podcast is a safe Adrian for people who don't know anything about movies. Today, we're watching Rocky. Do other fighters pound raw meat? No, I think I invented it. Number 57 on the AFI list. Warning, there will be spoilers about this meat-punching old film. Is that what comes next? A content warning for blood and punching? Yeah. A bit of sort of domestic abuse. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. And a lot of eggs. <laughs> oh, <gasps> Sienna, had you seen this movie before? I had not. Did you know anything about it? A little bit. Okay. Let me, I, I would like, please, to hear your prediction. <laughs> I'm scared. Or Rocky. You're scared. Oh, yeah. God. <laughs> what did you do? Hi, Liana. This is Sienna. I'm about to watch Rocky. Now, I have not seen Rocky before, but I'm aware of the music because of the impossible quiz <laughs> for middle school. And... Oh, my gosh. Obviously, I feel like this is a, this is a famous one. It's the boxing guy. Mm-hmm. Who does the montage on yeah, the stairs? Huh? Mm-hmm. Now I know you're not looking forward to it, and I understand. Thank I'm not you. looking forward to boxing or anything like that. However, I've heard that this is actually a pretty cute love story between him and Adrian. So it's what I for heard. that part, I am excited. So I don't know. I'm feeling kind of optimistic. Um, I, I'm praying that this movie doesn't disappoint me. Okay. I guess we'll find out. I love you. Goodbye. I had to be honest with our listeners, even if I was going to get this look from you. Liana, it looks like one of the, you know, when Muppets get mad and their faces are all twisted (laughs) up. (laughs) Well, Sienna, here's my prediction. Okay. For Rocky. Hi. How did you do that before you even started? I'm about to watch Rocky because... Our suffering knows no end. <laughs> I predict man yells and punches for two hours. Liana is sad and upset and distressed. The other stuff I know about this film, Adrian, and he runs up a bunch of stairs, nice. and then they made like nine more of these movies. <laughs> <sighs> Love you. Bye. So... Do you still feel that way? Sienna, how would you summarize the film? Okay. Summary of Rocky. A middling boxer named Rocky Balboa, played by Sylvester Stallone, loves his pets and like-likes the shy pet shop employee named Adrian, played by the sister from the Godfather movies. Uh, What? (laughs) (laughs) Did you recognize her at all? No. It seems his boxing career is going nowhere until, by chance, (laughs) he is chosen to fill in as an opponent of Apollo Creed, the best boxer in America, in a big upcoming fight. Rocky begins a relationship with Adrian, trains hard, and talks about his emotions with his girlfriend. (laughs) All he wants is to go the distance. Uh Uh-huh. He does go the distance. (laughs) However, he does lose. He goes the distance, though, which means to not fall down. Right. He doesn't fall down. He doesn't die (laughs) while fighting, (laughs) which it was close there. He could have. Key characters besides that, Adrian's brother, Polly, the dickhole, the piece of crap. Whoa. Um, I've never heard you use that. Say dickhole. And then I guess his coach, Mickey. Um, The end. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. You did it. You went all 15 rounds of that summary. <laughs> well done. Eliana, do you have any historical context for this movie? Yo, and welcome <laughs> to the historical context section for Rocky, the 1976 experience. <laughs> it's written by 
Did you know this? Oh, Sylvester Stallone. You knew this? Yes. Did you know this before the movie started? Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay, I did not. I think I might. I know there's like some fun facts about Rocky, and I think I kind of know that some of them. Oh, okay, great, because I might not. Written by Sylvester Stallone in three and a half days. <laughs> okay, that I did not know. <laughs> Wait, what? No, no, no. That totally tracks. <laughs> Sylvester Stallone wrote this screenplay in three and a half days and then refused to allow the film to be made unless he was the lead role. I mean, as a character, it seems like he's pretty key. I don't know who else could have done whatever that was. (laughs) Stallone wrote the screenplay after watching a boxing match of Muhammad Ali versus someone named Chuck Wepner fight on TV, but denies that Wepner inspired the film. And Wepner later sued Stallone and received an undisclosed settlement. Uh, Stallone trained for six hours a day for five months leading up to the movie. So good job. The movie is set in Philadelphia. It has created some very famous cultural landmarks in Philadelphia that became famous kind of because of the movie. Most notably, the Rocky Steps. Oh, yeah. Which are, of course, the stairs that he runs up during the film. Those are the steps up to the Philadelphia Museum of Art. Oh. So that's fun. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, the newly invented steady cam was used to film the running scenes in the training montage. It was the third movie ever to use the steady cam. Wow. Mm-hmm. They just figured it out and they said, oh, baby, <laughs> we are moving around with this. Do you have thing. anything steady you need? <laughs> you need. I also know that the dog in it was his actual dog. Oh, that's cute. And the, turtles, and the turtles were his actual turtles. Okay. I think he's right. just a guy who likes pets. I think he just kind of was filmed rather than made a movie. 1970s Philadelphia, once a manufacturing powerhouse uh, and the hub of high society for a long time. Hello at the Philadelphia story. We know that from that movie. Had a lot of loss of industrial manufacturing jobs after World War II. So by the 1970s, there was a lot of poverty in the city, crime had risen, and a lot of people were living in the housing that we see in the movie. I think it was called Row Housing. Um, so the the movie was like a pretty accurate depiction of what life in the city of Philadelphia felt like in the 1970s for a lot of people, minus like a ton of racial tension in mm. the city and discrimination because it is completely like from a white perspective. Right. The boxing match of Muhammad Ali versus Chuck Wepner on March 24th, 1975 at the Richfield Coliseum in Ohio. Chuck, quote, the Bayon Bleeder... End quote. Wepner was the underdog. He had debuted in 1964 and went 34-14-2 as a professional boxer. The match started out as kind of a gimmick, like an easy fight for Muhammad Ali after he had defeated George Foreman, who, do you know if that's the same guy as the grill? I would have, I would assume I it was. I also assume, but I don't know. Anyway, he defeated George Foreman in the 1974 Rumble in is. the Jungle. Oh, <laughs> There was a lot of over-the-top marketing about the quote-unquote mismatch between Ali and Wepner, so that's where the parallels to the movie kind of begin, because it was this champion boxer versus this underdog sort of unknown guy. Ali did not train for this match, because he was like, come on. I'm so good. (laughs) I don't need to do that. I guess like the guy in the thing. Uh Um, Sports (laughs) Illustrated ran Wepner's picture on the cover of its magazine with the headline, Boxing's Strange Encounter. (gasps) And the match itself. 
Chuck Webner knocked Ali down in the ninth round of the boxing match, which nobody saw coming and was very exciting. Webner had never gone more than 12 rounds before in his career and made it 15 rounds with Muhammad Ali. Sound familiar? <laughs> However, in this one, Muhammad Ali did TKO Webner in the 15th round, and that is how the match ended. <laughs> um, and finally, a couple of quotes about the match. These are from Chuck Webner in a Fox Sports piece, or they're at least quoted in a Fox Sports piece. Webner says about Muhammad Ali, quote, it was an honor to fight the guy. And to this day, I'm very proud of myself for what I accomplished in that fight. Very similar to the film Rocky. Mm -hmm. The last thing that made me laugh and I thought was funny uh, was Chuck Webner said that night before the title bout, I bought my wife a powder blue negligee and I gave it to her. Webner said, I said, wear this to bed tonight because tonight you're going to be sleeping with the heavyweight champion of the world. Anyway, after the fight, I come back to the room. I walked in, and she's sitting on the edge of the bed in the negligee. She says, am I going to Ali's room, or is he coming to mine? (laughs) That's funny. Now that's a woman with a personality. What a concept. And that is the end of the historical context for Rocky. Okay, now we're moving on to our phone notes, where we talk about the notes we took during this movie and our general feelings mm. about the thing. Sienna has been visibly holding her tongue this entire time. I'm really excited to talk about this movie. Did you like it? I loved it. Oh, no. I really liked this movie. Are you kidding me? I was so... I thought it was hilarious. What? I thought it was... Very dumb. Uh huh. And I thought it was extremely sweet. Ew. <laughs> Though all the things I like about it, I was like, boy, <laughs> I cannot imagine Liana <laughs> enjoying this. Because I was so charmed by him being just a big fucking oaf. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't see you being like, oh, what a fun, dumb guy. Mm-hmm. And then, um,. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't know how you'd feel about the other parts. <laughs> well, let's find out. Okay. <laughs> Sienna, I clocked this too. The first thing you wrote down was Jesus. Yeah. The very first shot is Jesus. And I was like, what? Catholic imagery. There's a lot of moments of this film where I went, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, it does make sense that it was just a guy writing it in three days. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I get how that could be a negative thing. I, again, thought it was hilarious. Did you think it was being intentionally hilarious? Um, I thought he had a very unique perspective. Mm-hmm. And it was ultimately sweet in a way that I enjoyed. Okay. Like, who has turtles? <laughs> Why would he write that? He had turtles. <laughs> okay, Liana, I absolutely thought of you. Because this literally, you do this on your Instagram constantly. There's a part where he walks by the pet store and admires the dogs. And Liana wrote, puppies! Puppies in the window! And I was like, that's you. That's Liana right now. There was one aspect of this movie that I liked a lot. And that was how sweet he was with animals. Especially these puppies in the window. It also was not until several, several minutes into the film 
that I realized that that was a pet store and not just like a bodega <laughs> with a lot of animals in it <laughs> that sells animals like on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I seriously did not put two and two together for a while. <laughs> that, that is a hilarious assumption. <laughs> Have you ever been to a bodega that had that situation? No. There's like gerbils by the cigarettes. <laughs> I wish. I know there's like a bodega cat every now and then, but that's very different. I guess they had a bunch of food in the back and things that you could grab from the back, but it was all like like ants and turtle yeah, food. I really wasn't taking in any of the labels or the shapes of the products. Yeah. I was just like, okay, bodega and sure. puppies. Accepted. Do you have five eggs to drink? Better get cracking. We'll be right back. Hey. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed... Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's Full Regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen.
Sienna, you have written something that I'm curious to see what you mean by this. You said that, that, that's Adrian? Okay. I've heard of Rocky. Mm-hmm. All I really knew was it's a boxing movie. I'd heard that it's like actually more emotional than you'd expect, which yeah. I do think was true in that there was like very little fighting until the end. And it was just him talking about his feelings. But the other thing I knew was about Adrian. Adrian! Mm-hmm. I didn't know what to imagine, no, I mean, but I had no idea that she would be like a shy... Turtle? Yeah, a little turtle of a person. Yeah, <laughs> a little turtle woman. A shy, at the time, old maid type. <laughs> and then she was like 29. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, that worked at a pet store. She was like a shy pet store employee. Mm-hmm. That shocked me. I did not expect that at all. I... Assumed it was going to be that Heidi Gardner character from Weekend Update of, like, the boxer's wife from every movie. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, Tony's fighting again tonight, so I'm yeah. taking the kids to my sister. <laughs> I thought it was going to be that. Me too. I thought that character was going to have a lot more to her. And you would have preferred that if she was more of, like, the, I'm I taking the kids to my sister. I would have for her to have a personality and any semblance of agency. Yeah. That's so funny. I, I liked that she was shy. I just thought it was a different thing. It, I think it could have been great. I think the way that it was written really brought up some stuff for me. Mm, oh, interesting. Their date was so awful. It was so upsetting to watch. It like it triggered my fight or flight. Like the really? scene where he's like, "Come into my apartment. Like, why don't you feel comfortable? Come in, come in, come in." She says no to him three times yeah. outside. And I get what they were trying to communicate of like, no, she's just shy. Yeah. But it literally was her saying no multiple times, voicing the fact that she was uncomfortable and didn't want to go any further. And then he literally corners her when she tries to go to the door. Mm -hmm. And that's when they kiss. It was really yikes, that part. Yeah. So that it was just a really hard relationship to root for when that was the foundation of it. Uh Um, Yeah, I really did not like their date. But it's confusing in this movie, which I enjoyed, and I enjoyed their relationship later on a lot, Mm -hmm. because I thought there was some stuff that was very realistic about it. Um, Yeah. Like, I like that she wasn't his whole goal the whole time. They were more like a team. Um, He had his own goal, and, like, as a partnership, they just enjoy spending time together and, like, talked about things. Mm. Um, I get that she's, like, shy and doesn't do a lot of the talking and stuff, but... Yeah, or anything at all. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. But I thought... I liked that they were both weird. Like, that was, like, the point of their relationship was everyone's like, why are you guys dating? You're both weird. Like, you're... The part where he's like, I'm dumb, you're shy. (laughs) And, like, I think that did work for them. And that kiss... was very hot to me. I knew that you were going to find that hot. My face was numb because <laughs> that <laughs> that kiss was so hot. Oh, my gosh. I was like, I felt nothing she during like that. She, like, melts into his huge arms. Ugh. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sienna, did you think that Rocky was hot? Yeah. Yep. I knew that you would. I didn't I know. <laughs> as soon as the other day you were like, that guy in the bear was hot. I was like, oh, okay. It's the same type. You think they're the same type? Oh, explain why. Big arms, some sort of uniform that they wear for their like professional job <laughs> and constantly sweating. That's so funny. And I just knew that that was going to do it for you. Okay. We enter the world 
of this being a fucking annoying movie mm-hmm. through Liana's eyes. Mm-hmm. Liana says, that's a fair point. If Adrian takes off her glasses at some point and turns out to be pretty, I am going to roll my eyes all the way into the sun. <laughs> and what happens when he corners her I in his that apartment? Was so annoying too. I thought it was the like, no, oh, take your eyes off. <laughs> he makes her take her eyes off. <laughs> You're beautiful. No. This is how it feels. You've written, and now I have the same question. Does that sign say no kissing? Liana. Does it? There was a sign at the boxing store (laughs) there's a name for it the boxing gym (laughs) oh a gym (laughs) in the locker room of the boxing gym there was a sign that said no kissing okay what could that mean i thought for so long my two i think the two options are yeah remember in the in the raging bull episode you told us that there's the a Marquess of Queensbury no hugging rule. No hugging. I will, yeah. Which they hugged a lot. Boxing is mostly hugging. <laughs> it's a lot <laughs> of hugging. According to the movie Rocky. Angry hugs. <laughs> but I was like, is that the same sort of thing? Yeah. But I also wondered later when they were like, <laughs> which has been in every boxing movie, I guess it's an actual thing. And they were like, you can't come. No oh, coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they no coming right, or right, your right. legs will become weak. <laughs> I was thinking... <laughs> Is kissing like a gateway drug to coming? Yes. It (laughs) seemed like it. If you start kissing, you will come. Because later in the movie, he's like, we can't make out because if I come, I won't want to punch anyone. I'm like, is that how men work? Is that what that is? (laughs) Apparently, if you come, you don't want to fight anybody anymore. (laughs) The cum is stored in the boxing muscles. (laughs) When you come, your muscles are All your strength is in your cum. Okay. This is also true. You said, what about this woman who never answers your questions make you think she wants to hear about your locker? She genuinely, to me, looked terrified whenever he walked into the store and started talking at her. Mm. She was always, she kept her head down, her shoulders were hunched, and he comes in and he just monologues at her about losing his locker. Ugh. It also was just so fucking annoying because it was one of those things of this man being like, I really am so intrigued by this woman all he does is talk at her. He doesn't know yeah. a single thing about her. <laughs> and we don't know anything about her by the end of the movie either, except that now she's wearing a beret. Yeah, that's true. That's not character development. He, uh... Man, that's really... This movie really pissed me off. <laughs> he does... Maybe I need to come. <laughs> um, you're allowed to. Just so you know. It's I just I really need to get my cheeks clapped. That's really <laughs> right, what right. needs to happen. That's what the signs should Via have said cheeks. in yeah. the locker room. No cheek clapping. <laughs> None. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. Liana has said, and this makes so much sense why I loved this and you hated it. You said a man running next to you while monologuing isn't really a date. <laughs> he. <laughs> She is bullied into going on a date with this man. He then bullies we, a guy into letting them on the ice at a place that is closed. He should. Yeah. Well, this is also al- such a movie about this guy failing upward. I get that he works really hard in the training montage. Fine. I acknowledge that. But there, there are other parts of this where it's like, this shouldn't work out for you, but it just did. And that's not how things happen for people. Anyway, he gets to the skating rink. He bribes the Zamboni dude to let them be on the ice for 10 minutes. He doesn't put skates on. <laughs> 
She does. And then he runs next to her and just tells her facts about his own life. <laughs> it's unfortunate. I've been on that date many times. It sucks. <laughs> In his defense. No. Listen, ice skating was her one interest. <laughs> she didn't even say that. Her brother said that. He was like, what is she like? And her brother, who hates her and probably doesn't know this for sure, said ice skating. <laughs> yeah, there's no way he knows. She was terrible at it. Ice there's skating. no way she actually does that often and loves it. And for me, I do the date was super stupid. But the reason that that didn't matter much to me is for my eyes, seeing one slightly different woman <laughs> character flailing around on the ice while this big oaf runs on ice was just like... So strange that it was fantastical to me. <laughs> I was like, wow, I've never seen this before in my life. Sienna, you said that was his story about how he got his nickname. <laughs> exactly. Did, did you clock this? Yeah. He was like, oh, I was eating dinner once. <laughs> that was so, so, so funny. He goes on television. They get him on television. They have like a little press tour mm -hmm. for this big fight. Mm-hmm. They ask him, how'd you come up with the name, the Italian Stallion? And yeah. he said, uh, about eight months ago when I was eating dinner. He was eating dinner? <laughs> That's the most boring story in the world, Rocky. Yeah. You said that on TV? <laughs> See, if yeah. somebody said that to me in real life, I would think that was so hilarious that I would want to keep spending time with them. And you, this is making so much sense. You like people who don't necessarily know that they're being funny. Yeah, I do. And that, I think, was this guy. Yeah. That's, I love people who know that they're being funny and be, who are very funny in, like, a smart, intentional way. <laughs> yeah. That was not him. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. And that is why he was my king. <laughs> Liana has said, he is yelling and punching at the same time because this is a boxing movie. <laughs> When does he do that? I know it's the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> 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 Adrian. Okay, we haven't talked enough about how this man speaks. Did you have subtitles on? Absolutely. <laughs> I can't imagine <laughs> seeing this in theaters without subtitles. No way. It's a foreign film. <laughs> Everything he said, I was like, Whoa, huh? what? Whoa. And everybody in this said, yuz, instead of you. I think that's a Philly regional thing. Ah. Uh, mm-hmm. 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 He made this authentic. You're doing a pretty good impression of him so far. Thank you. It's really, it's as deep in the throat as you can, I'm sorry. It's as deep <laughs> in your vocal cords oh as you can get. Ugh. You just want me to break his thumbs? I can break any thumbs. <laughs> Liana, you have said, are you just allowed to punch the meat? <laughs> okay. I was so surprised, Liana, when the first time he punched meat, I literally, I was watching this at the same time as my brother and his girlfriend. If I ever had major questions, I asked them. And one was, wait, so why did he just punch that meat? I knew he was going to punch the meat. Like, it made sense that he did because they look like punching bags. But you didn't know that he was going to? I had no idea that was going to become like a thing. Mm. Like, imagine my surprise mm -hmm. when a news station is there <laughs> at the freezer later and he performs for all of them mm -hmm. his meat punching routine. Uh-huh. 
I was like, oh, I thought it was just the once because he was all full. Because there are punching bags. They have to be as good. Yeah. Why does that make him better? Everyone's like, oh, he's serious. Because it's, this guy harder, it's a harder surface. You got to punch harder. Right. And it's actual bone. That's a good point. For some reason, the loose knowledge that pop culture had wended its way into my brain, I knew that he trained on carcasses. I don't know why I know that, but I just, I knew. I was like, oh, here we go. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> One thing I did find very funny about that meat thing is that later, because I was literally, I was just like, why would that prepare you? Mm -hmm. That's just another thing to punch. Um, And later, during the fight, the only direction they give him, once they're like really in the thick of it, is go for the ribs. (laughs) The only bones he knows about. (laughs) He's like, I know those. (laughs) Ribs. I've been punching ribs. (laughs) Punching ribs. He can identify ribs. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sienna, you've written, no way, he's not going to add another egg. He did! <laughs> You'll see that I had a series of egg-related Should notes. I look up egg? Uh-huh. <clears throat> you've said, no, not the raw egg. Raw eggs, plural? Three raw eggs? Four? Five? Oh, I literally gagged. I literally gagged. Really? I, on my couch, had to turn away from the screen. and <laughs> Involuntarily, I gagged. It was so disgusting. Okay. It was revolting. My response to this? Did you think it was a little hot? No, no, <laughs> no. I didn't think about it that way. My brother texted, since we were watching at the same time, my brother texted at that time, getting up at 5 a.m. and drinking eggs, I could never do that. And I thought about it, and I was like... I think I could. <laughs> I would get up at 5 a.m. to swallow five eggs. I think I could that's swallow only, five that's eggs. That's not the only thing that he does. That's not. Then go back to sleep. No. I'd be ready for the ring. <laughs> I did for a second. I wanted to ask you about this. If you think you could Rocky, do you think you could train this hard? Because you're very, you're very disciplined about bar class, and bar class is hard. I... I've been through the training thing, having been a dancer growing up. And a a marathoner. Oh, God, that's right. I forgot I did a half marathon once. God, that sucked. I I bet you totally could. You have have discipline. I think I could. What I don't think I could do... Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. If I was arbitrarily chosen because my name sounded cool in a book, and then I had to wake up every morning and train really hard because... I was getting a lot of new money and was suddenly famous and somebody bullied me into them being my trainer. Yeah, I think I could do it. Yeah. Do you? Um, The one thing that I was like, no. Mm -hmm. He was wearing Converse to run. I wrote that down too. Really? Those are not good running shoes. Not supportive at all. Think of his arches. I, I couldn't believe. I couldn't believe that's how they did things. I mean, I know things were different at the time, but they... Had feet all the same. I couldn't believe there was so much focus on not coming when his arches were going to be flat as a pancake by the time he got into the ring. That's what's hurting his legs. They're like, women hurt your legs. It's not because you came. It's because you have no arches in your feet anymore. Are your feet flat as hell because you've been running in Converse for 40 years? Go to the podiatrist. We'll be here when you get back. 
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Now I'd like to introduce you to Meaningful Beauty, the famed skincare brand created by iconic supermodel Cindy Crawford. It's her secret to absolutely gorgeous skin. Meaningful Beauty makes powerful and effective skincare simple, and it's loved by millions of women. It's formulated for all ages and all skin tones and types, and it's designed to work as a complete skincare system, leaving your skin feeling soft, smooth, and nourished. I recommend starting with Cindy's full regimen, which contains all five of her best-selling products, including the amazing Youth Activating Melon. Serum. This next generation serum has the power of melon leaf stem cell technology. It's melon leaf stem cells encapsulated for freshness and released onto the skin to support a visible reduction in the appearance of wrinkles. With thousands of glowing five-star reviews, why not give it a try? Subscribe today and you can get the amazing Meaningful Beauty system for just $49.95. That includes our introductory five-piece system, free gifts, free shipping, and a 60-day money-back guarantee. All of that available at MeaningfulBeauty.com. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. (laughs) Sienna, it's looking like you really loved this training montage. (laughs) It was so hype. Okay. It worked. It worked on me. Uh-huh. I was I was saying, Woo! <laughs> I'm very happy for you. I want to see what your did you feel anything? You feel I nothing? just <laughs> This is so we were so ourselves in the viewing of this movie. I knew that there was a montage and I was like, when is it gonna happen? Is this it why wasn't that the montage? Is this the nope. There were two times earlier where I thought it was gonna be the montage and it wasn't. And so when it finally happened, I was like, Oh, finally. I was so ready once the montage was there. We knew the stakes. Mm -hmm. She was like, I gotta make it. I gotta make it. 
Uh-huh. And then he goes to the gym and he finds out they don't give a shit about him. And he's like, I'm never going to win this fight. I just got to go the distance, Adrian. I just want to go the distance. And Adrian is like, mm, yeah, I'm going to bed. Which I was like, yes, queen. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah, that's definitely a personality. I would listen to my boyfriend and then not say anything because I don't care. And go to sleep. I did enjoy Do you hear what you said about her? She listens to her boyfriend and then doesn't say anything. Yeah, That's because... That's her in the movie. That's all she does. To me, I see it as... It's because... not empowering. I, I guess I just... I do see it slightly differently. Because she's not obsessed with... She's not like, her whole life is rocky. She's she doesn't like, do anything. She's not anything. But she's also not forced to be, like, his whole, like, little thing. Like, she's just kind of doing her own thing i don't know what is her own thing it's not it's not adrian the movie (laughs) (laughs) i mean i'm sorry i said that i think that's the most anti-woman thing you've ever said on this podcast but like i I don't know she's not the i just i see it slightly differently in terms of the way that she is used like i feel like She's not like, wow, that's all so interesting, Rocky. She's like, I'm, whatever. I just want to. I just want you for your big arms. <sighs> yeah, we just disagree, and they just kind of love each other. I don't know. Ugh. But I hear you. I definitely do. And it is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the end of the movie, or the way that it ended? I thought it was so funny. I okay. thought it was so funny that the end of the movie is he and Adrian didn't even have a fight. It wasn't like they weren't. Nope. They had any conflict. Nope. I loved that the movie ended with him screaming out for his live in girlfriend <laughs> who they're totally solid. There was no problem. Mm-hmm. He's just like, I, I, I want to see the person that I love. Yeah. Where's the person I love? And then they and they say, I love you at the end when it's like, wait, was that what the movie was? Or was I thought it was a boxing <laughs> thing. Like, what? What was that? So I found it hilarious and delightful i also i was like what Uh uh-huh but in a way that was positive i Mm. guess and i was like oh (laughs) you've said why can't they find each other which they couldn't and then movies are so stupid (laughs) movies are incredibly stupid i agree (laughs) but yeah i was on the opposite end of just feeling so annoyed and uncharmed for it to just end with this insane cacophony of yelling. <laughs> and then they're like, I love you. And it's like, why? <laughs> why do you love me? <laughs> so <laughs> Maybe if I were in a different place in my life in terms of like my relationship to the concept of romance right now, mm-hmm. maybe I would be feeling differently about it. But mm-hmm. upon this viewing, I think I hated it. <laughs> I would not even try to convince you otherwise because I know you and I know what you like. (laughs) That checks out. Okay, let's move on to badges and trages in which we award the film badges for bodega pups Mm -hmm. and trages for punched meat. (laughs) Punched meat. I have a badge for saying use instead of you. (laughs) And in general, the insane way that Rocky speaks. (laughs) What a special guy. A badge for putting the fish next to each other to say hi. This was before I realized it was turtles and not fish. So I thought he took a a fish bowl from the mantle and put it next to the fish bowl on the table and was like, say hi to each other. (laughs) It was really cute. 
Oh, I have a badge for literally, I believe, the first movie on the list in which black people speak to each other. Slash there are like multiple black people on screen and they all have lines. Yeah. Or multiple have lines. Like, yeah. We've never seen a group of black individuals with agency. I think that could be true. This list is so fucked up. I think the only time that we do see black people talk to each other is literally gone with the wind where they're all playing slaves. Yeah. Or um, what's the white savior movie? <laughs> Which one? To Kill a Mockingbird? To Kill a Mockingbird. But like yeah. literally only one person speaks at a time, even when there's a group. And it, it was about like some sort of like deeply distressing racial hardship. Yeah. That was a tragedy or something. This, this one was, was just business like people biz- talking. People doing business. Yeah. And it wasn't about them being black either. Like it wasn't, yeah. they weren't defined by their race. It sadly really stood out. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. like the lowest bar in the world, but. A badge for he was nice to the puppies and the dog in <laughs> the bodega pet shop. I have a badge for surprisingly little fighting. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious the whole time I was watching this movie that I was like, this is a boxing film and no boxing has occurred. Yeah. Like sort of at the beginning, but he keeps talking. about He's just like, he's failing at it. He fails at it. So it doesn't happen. <laughs> Badge for a mention of World War One. Oh, one of the announcers at the big boxing match at the end mentions World War One at some point, and I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> a badge for Rocky is cute. I think Rocky is cute. I think he's got a cute way of being. My final badge is a badge for this mint green suit, which is the other some random boxer comes into the ring before the big match and just kind of says hi. And he's wearing a very great mint suit. Oh, loved it. A badge for Moo when they are at <laughs> oh, funny. when they're in the freezer. Rocky makes the very important remark. Moo. <laughs> Look. At a dead cow. There's meat, there's cows. Moo. Mm-hmm. Um, a badge for how awkward and flailing their relationship is. Badge for last year me and the turtles had spam. <laughs> when he's talking about Thanksgiving, he said that that's what they did last year. And that line. That's got to be like one of your favorite sentences in history. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's exactly how I felt. No, I, I, I see why you love it. And no other movie could have said that. And I, I think it's very beautiful somehow. It's, it's that thing, again, we've talked about like our, our, each other's utopias would be hell for the other <laughs> person. <laughs> there is something beautiful about that. Yeah. Um, badge for this montage. Oh, it is better than I ever could have imagined. <laughs> It was fine. <laughs> it was incredible. Badge for Sylvester Stallone is such a weird guy. <laughs> He's so weird. Badge for a mistreated lady character screaming in the face of her abuser, mm-hmm. the one who mistreated her, mm-hmm. and specifically winning that argument mm-hmm. instead of her just like screaming into a void. Or getting she, punched. Or getting punched, yeah. which she did in the other movies. Uh, she finally tells her brother, like, shut up. You're the loser. I'm not the loser. Um, And they never get to defend themselves. It wasn't, it wasn't Rocky defending her. Yep. That's it. Trages? Yes. I have a trage for the whore speech. (laughs) Rocky indeed does give a speech about whores and not being one in every in every girl's life a man comes up to you on the sidewalk and has says hey remember 
don't become a whore. If you stand near a group of men, everyone's going to call you a whore. <laughs> he talked for two full city blocks at so her. Long. And then at the end, she's like, fuck you. <laughs> Trash for sitting on the bed in your outside clothes. He sits and fully lies down on his bed with the comforter drawn back in entirely his outside clothing. Ugh. Trage for Polly is such a dick. Mm-hmm. A dick hole, dick you might hole say. Even. Trage for I am so worried that at any time someone's thumb might get broken. Mm. Because you don't know at the beginning of a movie how violent it's going to be. Yeah. Especially when the mob is introduced. Mm-hmm. Why was the mob in this? And nothing ever <laughs> happened with the mob. There no. were no consequences to him. He got, he was given $500 by the mobster to just go get better at boxing. <laughs> it's the best way to have the mob. I don't want them to do anything. That's when everything gets boring. Trage for Thanksgiving. That Thanksgiving thing, it was all a, it was a wash. Mm. Trage for, quote, you can do better than her, and quote, about your own sister? He sucks. You can't just say that about your own sister. Trage for, this is very much not exactly consensual Mm -hmm. about their date. Trage for getting bullied into a date. Yep. Trage for, the bloody eye. When his eye is swollen during the fight and they have to slice it to stop the swelling so he can see, I said, ew. And a trage for, ew, what the fuck was that slicing open of an eyelid? <laughs> that was, it was crazy. Oh my God. I would rather drink five eggs out of a glass than watch that again. Well, Liana, shall we move on to how to pretend you've seen this film so uh-huh. you can save others from your fate? Uh-huh. This is for you are at the pet store. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you're just looking at the turtles. And uh, Polly comes mm. up to you, mm-hmm. walks up behind you and says, Yo, <laughs> what are you just looking at? <laughs> you say turtles. Visibly turtles. Oh, you know who else had turtles? My idol, the one who taught me how to speak. (laughs) As in, I watched the movie last year, and now I can't. I just want to talk like this because that's. I loved it. Uh, Sylvester Stallone, who made Rocky. Uh huh. I'm gonna tell you all about Rocky. You seem like you want me to talk at you for a long time, maybe on an ice rink. And in order to get, in order to stop Polly from slicing your eyelid open with movie <laughs> facts, we're gonna give you a few sentences you can you can say to pretend you've seen the movie Rocky. Oh, hold it right there, Polly. I have seen Rocky. Rocky is a film, not just about trying to succeed at the goal you've had for forever. It's about adjusting your goals and accomplishing what you can. You don't have to win the fight. You just have to go the distance. (laughs) Polly, Rocky, yes. There are some characters in that movie whose names are Rocky, Mickey, Dipper. What is this, Disneyland? Yes, Polly, I've seen Rocky. Can you believe that the turtles were actually his turtles? Uh, Polly, I've seen Rocky. I'll, 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 I'll quote a, my favorite line from it. 
I will find my way. I can go the distance. <laughs> I know every mile will be worth my while. Uh, yes, Polly, I've seen Rocky. I think a lot of men like Rocky because they think it's a boxing movie, but really, it's a movie about a guy talking about his feelings about boxing. So, how does that make you feel? <laughs> Polly, no, don't come. You have the match tomorrow. <laughs> yes, Polly, I've seen Rocky. Rocky is inspiring because it tells us even if you're getting the beat, getting the shit so beat out of you that you are about to die, <laughs> just keep going. <laughs> Very important lesson. Very important. Very important. <laughs> well, now that we have saved you at least a few rounds of a match. We're going to move on to our segment, Should You Watch This Or, in which <laughs> we maybe have different recommendations, <laughs> in which we tell you if we think you should watch this movie or if you should do something else with your time. Ding, ding, ding. Sienna, what would you say? I'd say I actually really enjoyed this movie. I don't think it's the worst to watch in the world. We've said the things that are no good about it. Um, So I'd say... Either watch this film, or if you have similar opinions to Liana, <laughs> instead play the impossible quiz. <laughs> very similar. Look it up. It was very big when I was in middle school, and it no longer includes the Rocky music because it oh, never had the no. rights to it, oh. but it did before. And it really, you know, that tenacity, you're going to need it. You're going to need it when you're going to play that quiz. Mm. Liana, what about you? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. What you should do instead is you should go to the nearest uh, window puppy salon and just camp out. See what they're up to. That is a good recommendation. Go hang out with the window pups. And Liana, <laughs> how would you rate the film Rocky? Listen, I, I'm i going to give this movie... <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sorry. Point five. I don't want to split a puppy in half. (laughs) 0.5 combination bodega pet stores out of five. I appreciated the undercurrent of sweetness in it. Thinking back on it today, I was like, yes, I, it, what, there was a sweetness to it. I fucking hated the rest of it. (laughs) Sienna, what would you rate the film? I am going to give Rocky. A four out of five. A four out of five. No kissing signs. (laughs) I really enjoy the parts I enjoyed. That one point off is significant because the weird stuff was very not good. It Mm. did not. It it was bad. Bad work on Rocky's part. (laughs) Bad work. I did not agree. (laughs) So take that significantly. But I really loved the stuff that mm. I loved. A big dumb oaf. Ugh. Drinking eggs and loving his girlfriend. <sighs> well, everybody, this has been our review of Rocky. <laughs> Some of you little scamps out there really like when we disagree, so I hope you enjoyed uh, this. Because uh, Liana's probably going to slap me after this. <laughs> so I hope you're happy. 
If you want to follow us other places that you can, you must at Toss Popcorn. <laughs> we're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on TikTok. And of course, we are on Patreon at patreon.com slash Popcorn. Sign up for a subscription. You are genuinely missing out on some great times. I hope you feel anxious and distressed about it until you give us your money. Thank you so much. Five dollars get you on the Discord. We're uh-huh. having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and join us next week when we will be watching... The Gold Rush. <laughs> there be gold in them hills. Ba-da-da. Thank you. We love you. Bye. Bye. Adrian. You can find us on Instagram as at Sienna Jekyll and at Liana Holston. Please check the description for the spelling of our dumb names. We put out episodes every Tuesday, so make sure to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode. See you next week on Tossed Popcorn. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, check the iHeartRadio app. And what are the lyrics? I'm I'm winning. G- getting stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Working harder. Oh my god. Punching harder. <laughs> boxing more. <laughs> From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air, and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action, and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.